You're listening to the Rise and Love podcast, where we believe that you get to have love and success in all areas of your life. Your host, Crystal Iram, will help you understand yourself, your relationships, and what's keeping you from having the love, relationship, and life you really want. Week after week, you'll have your mind blown as you learn from experts and listen in on honest conversations to experience mindset shifts and get practical instruction on how to use your mind to support you in getting everything you desire. We'll get to the heart of the matter when it comes to designing and elevating all aspects of love and life. Here's your host, educator, relationship coach, and lawyer, Crystal Iram. Hello, hello. It's Crystal Iram here. And I want to talk about how you can manifest more attractive men, particularly if you are a woman who experiences that's very rare to attract men. So here's a scenario that I hear about all the time. I hear this so much. Women will say to me, I never meet guys that I'm attracted to. Like I meet men, obviously, like I meet men, I meet people, but it is very rare for me to meet someone that I'm attracted to. Like I I just don't meet attractive guys. just doesn't happen for me, right? So maybe this is you. I definitely felt like this was me. For a long time, this was my experience where I felt like I never meet attractive men. And it's really frustrating because you're just like, I see that there's men out here. How come there's no one that I like? Because when I'm talking about attractiveness, I mean, guys that you like, right? Someone where you can feel that connection with that mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical attraction connection with someone. So this is maybe one of the most common things that I hear from the women in my audience and the women that I work with. I never meet guys that I like. I never meet guys that I like. It's so rare that I meet guys that I like. Here's the problem with this. When you're saying, I never meet guys that I like, it's so rare that I meet guys that I like. What happens is when you meet someone that you really like, you're like, oh my God, I never meet guys I like. This is so exciting. Like, I really like him. He's so smart and he's so sexy and he's really interesting. And you're all like excited because you're like, this never happens. This is such a rare occurrence. It's like a I don't know, what's some sort of like rare thing that happens in nature. Like this is super exciting. So you're really excited and you're like, oh, I really hope that this works out. And all of a sudden, you've gone from meeting this stranger, not really knowing anything about him, being sort of open, but feeling like I never meet someone, so I'm not really getting my hopes up, to I really hope that he's the one. I really hope that he likes me as much as I like him. Am I saying the right thing? on myself in the mirror. Do I look okay? I wonder what kind of girls he likes. Does he like women that are more, should I be more like smiley and feminine? Cause I want to make sure he really likes me. Or maybe he likes women that are really outgoing. Like, let me be super bubbly just in case that's what he prefers. Oh, he wants to talk about sports. He's talking about sports. Now let me talk about sports. I didn't really know anything about sports. So when I get home, I'm going to Google and find out everything I can about the sports that he's interested in. All of a sudden there's all of this energy and heaviness and focus on this person because you've been telling this story that says it's so rare for me to meet someone I like. So I finally met someone that I like. It has to be him. If it doesn't work out with him, that may be my last chance because it's so rare that I meet people that I like. I really hope that it's him because I don't want to have to start over again. I don't want to have to go back to months or years without meeting someone that I like because it's so rare that I meet people I like. All of a sudden, there's all this pressure on the situation. It has to be him. You want it to be him. You're like, how can I get it to be him? How can I get him to like me? How can I make sure that he calls me again? How can I make sure that he wants to see me? What you're doing in that situation is you are cutting off the potential for him to fall in love with you. 
when you have decided, it's so rare for me to meet someone that I like. This is something that happens very, very rarely. I don't know if or when it's ever going to happen again. You've cut off the potential for him to fall in love with you. He won't be able to see you. He won't be able to feel you. He won't be able to get the essence of who you are and feel your energy enough so that he can actually fall in love with you. And this is incredibly common. So this is a very common thing that we do. There's a couple of things that are going on here. And I want to explain energetically what's happening because when you understand what's happening, you can change it. You can do something different, right? There's always good news and bad news. So the bad news is that you're doing this. You are making it very rare for you to meet men that you like, but the good news is you can do something different about it. Here's what you have to understand. This story that it is rare for me to meet men. It is very rare. I rarely meet guys that I like. There's so few and far between. I go so long without meeting someone. It's a story. Meaning there is some objective circumstance that you are experiencing and you are now assigning additional meaning to it. It's the scarcity mindset, this belief that there's not enough. There's never enough. I'm never going to have what I want. I'm never going to find the kind of guy that I want. There's an insufficiency. There is this huge insufficiency and it's going to make it so that I can't have what I want. But you're creating this because you are telling the story. So there's a sub- an objective experience you're having. So for some of you, you do not meet men that you like more than once per month. For some of you, you don't meet men that you like more than once every other month. Maybe it's once every three months. Maybe it's once every four months. Maybe it's once every six months. Maybe it's once a year. Maybe it's been two years since you met someone you liked. Whatever it is, there is some time element in between you meeting men that you like. But instead of focusing on the specific objective time, you're saying it's very rare. It doesn't happen often. And you are creating a larger timeline because you're insisting that it takes a long time. You're saying it's very rare. It doesn't happen. And so it's going to become more intensified. I had a client actually, and she said this to me. She's like, I just don't need guys that I like that much. It was really funny because we worked together for about four months. And during that time, there was a guy that she had just ended things with when she came to me, which is when a lot of women come to me. A lot of women come to me when they've just gone through a breakup or they were starting to like someone who just sort of disappeared. When something's petered out, that's when a lot of women are like, I got to do something different. And that was the same with her. So she just ended things with someone who she had really liked. And then we started working together and she met someone else she really liked. After that, there was someone else that she really liked. So in about three months, there were three different guys. And yet she was telling this story that it was so rare for her to meet men that she liked. And I was like, is something that happens once a month really all that rare? Now, when you work with me and in the ideal scenario, you'll meet multiple men every month. You'll meet men every week. But she was interpreting this objective scenario of meeting a guy that she really liked about once a month as being this very long drawn out process as being something that didn't happen often, right? She had lost all of her objectivity because it wasn't as much as she wanted, basically. What you want to do is you want to take the element of time out of this entirely. Because here's the truth. It is entirely possible to meet men that you like all the time. 
you could become a woman who's like, it is raining men. I meet amazing men pretty much every day. Like a day that I don't meet an awesome man is a weird day for me because I meet them all the time. Like they're everywhere. That is a possibility. That became my experience. When I moved to New York during the year of the man, that was quite literally my experience. Every day, if I desired, I could have gone on a date. I did not desire to go on a date every single day. So I went on dates just multiple times a week. The first thing you have to do though is take on a willingness to tell a different story, to recognize I am telling this story. Now, here's what it means when you're telling a story. You're having some experience and now you're saying, this is what this experience means. You are giving this experience a certain meaning. You're saying, this is what this means for me. And we start to look at that meaning that we've assigned as if that is the truth, as if that is the objective truth. That's just the way that it is. And it's not. That's your interpretation of it. And if you're interpreting the things that happen in a way that doesn't serve you, in a way that doesn't make you feel good, in a way that's not moving you closer to what you desire, you're just hurting yourself. You're not serving yourself. You're not supporting yourself in creating what you want in your life experience. So stop that. You have to tell a different story. Because what happens is we have this experience. We start telling a story about it. And then, this is really interesting, our need to be right starts to rise up. Our need to be right. So now I've had this experience. I've given it meaning. And now my need to be right has been triggered. And that means that I'm going to have a lot of energy in confirming and reaffirming that story over and over again. So while I initially had this objective experience, now I have this need to be right. And because I have this need to be right, my brain is unwilling to see things differently or to look outside of that. It's like, this is what I believe. It has to be the case. Arguing for our limitations. Exactly. It's exactly that. And it's really hard to recognize that that's what it is. Our need to be right is so deep seated. It's so rooted in us that we don't even realize that like that is part of what's coming up where it's like, I have to be right. I have to be right. I have to be right. And our brain and our ego wants us to be right. The need to be right has been activated. So now our brain and our ego are, they're doing everything they can to make sure that the thing that you already believe continues to be true. So you're saying it's rare for me to meet men that I like your ego, your brain, all of your energy is going to be like, yes. Okay. Let's make sure that's true. Let's make sure that's true. We're going to prove that over and over and over again, no matter what. Make sure that's the case. I don't want anything to happen that moves me away from this belief that I've become convicted of. I don't want anything to show me otherwise. Our brain is going to be searching for evidence, and it's going to be very hard to find any evidence outside of this thing that we've insisted is the truth. And then we're like, well, look, it's true. I, it really is rare. You know, it used to be once a month I met guys. Now it's every two months. And now it's like twice a year, maybe, maybe in a good year. And the timeline starts becoming longer because we're telling the story and we're finding the evidence to support the story and it becomes more and more true and real for us. When we're manifesting, we want to take the element of time out of it entirely. Things take as long as we believe that they will take. I'll use myself as an example. I had the year of the man, right? That's what I said. I said, I'm, I'm going to call on my husband this year. And I gave myself a year. But maybe if I had said, I'm having the month of the man, I could have called him in in a month. Now, really, when I look back on it, once I actually got manifestation and it clicked in and I understood it at that visceral level, it was a month. It really was. But 
in the timeline that I wanted, it was nine months, basically. That's how long it took because that's how long I felt it needed to take. The other thing is that when we put a timeline on something, it makes it so that we're putting a lot of stress on the timeline because as the timeline starts reaching its end, if we haven't reached it yet, we lose all hope and faith. And so one of two things happens. We are like, my timeline is coming up. I'm definitely not going to make it. And we like going, going, going and doing, and we're trying to force and our energy, that repelling energy that I was talking about, where you're like, oh, it has to be this. He has to be the one becomes even more intense. And it's like, nothing will happen. No one good will come into your experience because you've got this like intense thing where you're like, it has to work out. And every guy that you're dating is feeling that because you're like, you, you have to be my husband. I'm running, I'm like, I'm running late. Like my timeline is going to be ending. Right. And it's like, that is super repellent. They're going to be like, I got to get the hell out of here because this is really stressful. So that's one thing that happens, or you'll take it another way. And instead of trying to force it with everyone, you're just like, well, I just give up. My timeline's almost done. So I'm just going to wait because clearly I'm not going to make it this year. And you quit before the finish line and you let the energy completely dissipate. And whatever strides you had been taking towards creating what you desired, you just let that energy completely go, right? Like you just let it completely go. And then you feel like you're starting over from scratch. And then you're like, I don't understand why I'm so exhausted. Why is this so much work? Well, it's because you're expanding and contracting your energy. You created this big energy. You were really excited. And then you're like, oh, I'm never going to meet in my timeline. I'm just going to give up. And you completely let your energy crash. And it does feel like you're starting over. What if the energy could just be, I want to meet more great men faster than I ever have before. I'm open to meeting amazing men every day. Anytime, anyplace, I am open to meeting an amazing man. I am willing to meet great men. I'm willing to notice how many great men there are. So the same way that you have been training your brain to say, it's rare, this never happens. I never meet men that I'm attracted to. You can train your brain to say, I'm going to look for what's attractive in every man that I meet. Here's the problem for a lot of women is that there is a truth that doesn't serve us, but that is true and that we can see in the world, which is that there are a lot of not great men. There are plenty of men that do shitty things, that are jerks, that are bad people. There's not just guys that aren't great men. There's guys that aren't good men, that aren't kind men, that are bad men, that do bad, terrible things, that are abusers, that are users, that are narcissistic, that are selfish, that are cheaters, that are liars. That is true. Those men exist. What you have to do is make them irrelevant to your experience. So in my world, when I was dating and I was calling in my husband, I was still living here on planet earth with all of you. So all of the guys that you come across that are just like total jerks, total narcissists, total cheaters, like those men existed here on planet earth at that time also. But I did not have them in my world. And it's not because I'm better than you or because I am magical or completely superior or anything like that. It was that when those people showed up in my world, I did not give them my energy and my attention. So if you've been following me for any period of time, you know, I had crappy dates. I have been cheated on. I have been lied to. I have been ghosted. I have dealt with guys that were full on, just like ridiculous, narcissistic, selfish, bad guys. 
Like I dealt with all of that. And when I was committed to doing things differently, I was just like, I, I'm not experiencing them in my world. So it wasn't that they stopped appearing. It's that I stopped giving them energy and attention. And when I stopped giving them energy and attention, I stopped seeing them. It's like when someone mentions something to you and you're like, in my whole life, I have literally never thought about this thing, right? Like a silver infinity. Your friend's like, I'm going to get a new car. I'm going to buy a silver infinity. And you're like, infinity, what is that? I've never even heard of that brand. So random. And she's like, it's my dream car. It's going to be great. I'm going to love it. And you're like, okay, cool. Good for you. And then all of a sudden, the only cars you see are silver infinity. You're like, silver infinity, silver infinity, silver infinity. And you're like, I've literally in my life never seen a silver infinity. I didn't even know that was a thing. I've never heard of that before. And now it seems to be the only car on the road. It's been brought into your awareness. And now your brain knows to look for it. And before, silver infinity still existed. But you didn't know. You weren't looking for them. Your brain was not on alert for them. So that's what we want to do. We want to switch your brain from seeing only jerks, only guys that are not kind, not good, not loyal, not committed, to seeing all of the things that you really want. And this is a practice. It takes work. It takes focus. It takes energy at the beginning. And then it becomes really natural. It becomes very easy. And then you don't think about it anymore because it just becomes the way that you operate. It just becomes normal for you. So what does this mean? It means you say to yourself, I'm going to start looking for the evidence of the thing that I desire to see. So when you see something that you like in someone, you're going to notice it. And it doesn't have to be, this is someone that you're going to date. This could be that you are going to the grocery store and some man holds the door for you. And it's like, oh, that was so nice. And notice that. I'm noticing that this man took this kind of action that was attractive to me. It could be that you're at the grocery store and some tall guy grabs something off a high shelf from you. It's like, oh, he's so tall. That's so nice. He's so tall and he's courteous, right? Noticing these things. And these are examples of starting small. Maybe you're past that level and you know that there's great guys and you just don't feel like you're attracting them. Okay, fine. So then what you're going to do is you're going to make it more personal to you. So when you are going out with someone, you notice the things about that person that you like. Even if you're like, never in my life am I going to go out with this person again. What can you appreciate about them? It's about shifting your focus. You're teaching your brain to focus in a different way. This is not something that we are used to doing. This is not the popular stance, right? The popular stance is you go out with a jerk and you tell your friends what a jerk he is. And you spend all this time being a victim-y victim, often victim land, convincing yourself how right you are. (laughs) Why does this always happen to me? I'm so perfect. It's just the guys. Listen to what happened, girl. Girl, you will not believe this guy that I just went out with. Like, you will not believe it. Let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you about what a jerk he was. Let me tell you all about the story. And then your other friend comes and you're like, Sarah, listen to this. Listen to this horrible date she just went on. It was crazy. Oh, Kim's here now. Let's tell her too. Kim, listen to this. And everyone's listening and you're like going into vivid detail. Like, you would not believe how terrible this was. I love that. Even if you don't align with the individual, you still notice what you enjoy. Exactly. That's exactly it. You're noticing the things that you can appreciate. What we focus on expands and you want to start training your brain to look for the qualities that you like. You want to manifest more attractive men. You have to notice the things that you find attractive. What are the things that you find attractive? Now, the other thing that I'm not going to go into today 
But the other angle of this is, of course, maybe you're attracted to the wrong types. This is something that I hear from a lot of women also is that they're like, I only meet jerks. And I'm like, really, is that the case? Because what is more often the case is that you're an attractive, smart, successful, awesome women, and you attract all types. You attract total jerks. You attract really good guys. You attract rich guys. You attract broke guys. You attract all of the guys. Everyone's attractive. And you are only attracted to a certain type. And you're like, this is my type, right? You only want to go with your type. And it happens to be that the good guys, they're boring. You're like, he's really nice. It's just kind of boring. I like want to like him, but he's pretty boring. But then the guy who's a total jerk, you're like, he's such a jerk, but we have such good chemistry. It's just so good. I can't help it. Right? So I'm not going to explain why that is today, but if this is you, keep your eye on my Instagram page because I'll go live about that next week Um, and why exactly that is and what you will need to do differently because again, it's on you. Now it's like, there's always good and bad about that. When it's on you, it means that it's on you. Whatever you're experiencing, it's because you're creating it, but it's good news because that means that if you want to experience something different, you get to do something different and you can experience a massive, massive transformation. So that's what I wanted to say about that. What I want to talk about now is how you can work with me if you'd like to take this work deeper, if you would actually like support. So I'm a love coach. I work with women to create the relationships that they want. And I have two ways of doing this. I have a course that I love. That's really incredible. But that's not what we're talking about today. My course is called The School of Manifesting Love, though. So if that's something you're interested in, I can definitely share more about that. But what I want to talk about today is my coaching program, which is called Extraordinary Love. Extraordinary Love is a high-level program, and it's really for women where it's like, this is my year of the man. I am ready to make a massive transformation in my life. And here's the thing. If you feel like my career is sorted out, I love my life, I'm making great money, I'm just ready for my, my man, I'm ready for my person to build my life with, then Extraordinary Love is going to be the thing for you. It is a very small group of women and I work with them very deeply and at a very high level. And we're going to be working together over a period of months. And what it's really going to allow you to do is have my support every step of the way so that here's what we're going to do. We're going to work in a couple of phases. So the first phase is really going to be about excavating all of the things that you are telling yourself, all of the stories that you have, all of the limiting beliefs, upgrading your love blueprint. And what we're going to do is we're really going to make sure that you are wired for love. Okay, we are going to recode you for love. And this is really my superpower. This is the thing that I really excel at when I'm working with people one-on-one is that I can tap into your love codes really easily and I can help you shift them. That's going to be the biggest difference between working with me in a one-on-one high-level way, like an extraordinary love versus listening to my podcast, which is called Rise in Love, which is great, which you should definitely listen to or joining me for lives or reading my Instagram, right? Like that is the only way for me to really tap into your codes, see what's going on with you and help you shift it really quickly. So that's really what we're doing in phase one is digging into all of that. And this is important because it's creating that foundation so that you can build the relationship you want. It's not enough to just attract different guys, right? Because it's like, 
you want to actually get into a relationship. Like it's one thing to date. And that's obviously important for some of you. That's going to be where your big struggle is. But when you're dating, you then have to go into really dating one person and and getting to know him at a deeper level and then moving into commitment. Right. And that brings up a whole different set of issues, a different set of struggles and challenges that we come up against. So this first phase is building the foundation for all of that so that you can date better, attract higher quality men, but also really move into a more committed relationship. The second phase is going to really be about you aligning with the relationship that you want. You know, what is it that you want to create and how can you become an energetic match for it? Meaning you can know what you want. You can say, this is what I desire. But if it's not a fit, if you're not an energetic match, you're not going to attract it. And here's something that I think is really interesting about manifestation or when we talk about law of attraction is that people understand, you know, it's about creating something that you want. I want this thing. Now I, I, how do I get this thing? And the thing that a lot of times we miss is that it's not just about what you want consciously. Consciously, you may want a happy, healthy, loving, committed relationship with an amazing man who's going to cherish you and support you and show up for you and love you and you can build a life with, right? Beautiful. I think that's possible for everyone. Anyone who desires it can have that. Subconsciously, you might want something totally different. Subconsciously, you might want freedom. You might want independence more than anything else. And if you don't think that you're going to like the life that you have, once you manifest the thing that you think that you want, you're not going to get it. So if on one level, you're like, I want a happy, healthy, loving, committed relationship. But on another level, I'm afraid that if I meet someone, I'm going to have to tell him where I am all the time. And I'm not going to have my independence. And I'm afraid I'm going to hate my life because I love my independence. Then you're not going to get the relationship right? There's this disconnect. So we need to make sure that you're actually aligned with what you want. And then the third phase is really going to be about dating well, dating powerfully, attracting the kind of relationships that you want, and then moving past dating into commitment, into love and really building with someone. So extraordinary love, doors are closing next week. It is a high-level program. It is a higher price point than a course. It's really for women who are all in, who are committed. You have to have the time. It doesn't really take so much time, but you have to have that energy. You have to have energy to really invest, and you have to have the financial resources to invest. So if that sounds like you, then send me a DM, and we'll talk about it. So if you think that you're interested in this, if this sounds amazing for you, then there's two ways we can do this. One is that I can just send you the info and you can say, yes, I want this. I know I'm in. I don't have any questions and we can get you signed up. The other option is that we can get on a call and we can speak about it and you can ask me questions about the program. So I am opening up my time, opening up some time on my calendar. These calls are really for women who are like, I'm pretty sure I want this. I'm ready to do this. I have the info. I have the logistics. I understand what I'm getting into, but I want to talk to you because I'm just not hundred percent. Or if you think I really want to work with you, I'm not quite at the level for extraordinary love, but I want something. I do want something high level. I do want to, you know, commit to really digging into this work. And then in that situation, we can also have a call and find the perfect thing for you. So those are your options. That's the way that I'm working with women right now to help them manifest love. 
My clients get really amazing results. Um, you can see some of the results that my clients have gotten in my stories, on my feed. And if you d- DM me, I can send you some more success stories so you can learn more about my process and how I work with people and what they get from it. Now, here's what I'll tell you. If you come to me and you say, hey, I don't really think that I'm interested, but can I have the info? I'm going to tell you, no, no, you cannot. Because if you're not really interested, then you don't need the info. This is really for women who are quite committed. It's going to take a, a level of commitment. So if you don't really think you're interested, then obviously this is not the right thing for you. This is not the kind of program that you can be like, oh, maybe I'll get to it. No, this is for women who are like, we're doing this. We're going to do the thing. A question that I got in my DMs, she said, hey, I'm really interested. This sounds great, but kind of like a scam. And if that's what you feel, if you feel like this seems scammy, I don't know if this is real, then it's definitely not for you. And I say that with love. This isn't me saying like, oh, it's not like you can't do it. I'm saying if you don't know me, if you have no familiarity with my work and you think that I am scamming people, then please don't work with me. Like, I'm not here to convince anyone. I like to work with women who are like, I'm used to having the best. I know what I like. I know what I want. I know that you're the best. I want to hire you. Um, so if you come to me and you say, I think this is a scam. Can you convince me that I should work with you? I'm going to say, no, I cannot. But I do have plenty of free resources. My podcast has, I don't know, 60 something episodes, 70 episodes. I don't know. has a bunch of episodes on my podcast. My podcast is called Rise in Love and it's pretty extensive. So if you think I am trying to scam you, definitely do not give me your money. Do not sign up to work with me. I will not accept you to work with me, but you can go to my podcast. You can stick around on Instagram. Obviously I do create a ton of free content from the community, but if you're like, I know you, Crystal, I think you're brilliant. You totally resonate with me. I love your style. I love your approach. I love the way that you think. I want your love codes. I want your certainty. I want your belief. I want your faith. I want to take in your energy. Then this will be great. This is really high level work with me. This is like one-on-one, small group. So it's a high level proximity. And here's what I'll say. I have so much certainty when it comes to love and when it comes to the love that my clients are able to have. And so being around me, being in my world in such a way is really going to allow you to pick up some of my love codes. So I'm going to be able to drop in and see what's going on with you, help you upgrade that, help you clear that. You're also going to be able to be around me and get an understanding of the way that I see men, the way that I see dating, the way that I see love, and allow some of that to translate to you so that the whole process can become easier and more effortless and more fun. So I hope this served you well. I'll look forward to chatting with some of you in my DMs about extraordinary love. And I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes and be sure to tune in next time to the Rise and Love podcast. 